Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to today's daf. Today's daf is daf chaf tani. Daf means there's 13 days left of Mesechah's <clears throat> Tainus. Let's just dive right into it. We're going to talk about the story from yesterday, right? So there's a story of these two people. One of them said, oh, I need to borrow some water. And in the end, uh, he didn't have enough water. And the guy kept coming up to him every single day and saying, oh, you, like, you need to pay, you need to pay me back. And he said, oh, I still have it to the rest of the day. And he uh, went to Kodesh Baruch and he davened. And until rain fell, until there's 12 wells of borrowed from the petition filled with water. Great, and even more. So we're going to continue from where we left off from yesterday. As the petition emerged from the bathhouses, when they encountered one another, give me the money for the surplus water that I now have in your possession. I know that Kodesh Baruch Hu did not agitate his world by sending a drought ending rainstorm so late in the season, except on yours. Account, Kaddish Baruch won't do that. Allah Dain Yishlo Pitachon Pe Alach Alayit Alacha. Nevertheless, I still have an argument to use against you. Shemotziyam Mimchalat Ma'otem, with which to collect my money from you. Shekvar Shalkachama that the sun had already set before the rain. So Shem Bishusi Yardus that the rains fell on my possession. Passed that then Chuzbinach Lo Zvizam Megdash. Nachtiman then re-entered the Nidash and Dadiv Alam Bifila. He wrapped himself in his garment and served Tefila. Ramadan Fani said, "Rebanu Shalom Chodashiyish Mechalhu Malamach." Megan only have beloved ones in the universe. Miad Nitpazer Avim. Immediately the clouds dispersed. Vazachachama and the sun. Shown, um, demonstrating that they had not ended, and then Akdimon had repaid the water on time. But at the time, the petition said to him, Had the sun not pierced the clouds, I would have been arguing against it. Which is to collect my money. His true name was not Nakdimon, but it was Buni. Why was he called Nakdimon? Because the sun pierced. Nakdimon was literally to pierce. Uh, the clouds on his back because of the uh, the, the word Naktimon to the, the the connection to the word Naktimon to Nikdura. Naktimon really means to break through, not really to pierce, like break through. So the sun broke through the clouds. And there were three uh, people on whose behalf the sun said, "Is Moshe Yeshua Naktimon Ben Gurion? Moshe Yeshua and Naktimon Ben Gurion. Shlomo Naktimon Ben Gurion Gemara. Now the story of Naktimon Ben Gurion is Israeli Gemara or Minhag." Yoshua Nami Kral, the story of Yoshua is also known from the Malvi Dikhtiva Yagama Shamash Vyakama Bagome. Like it says, um the Hashemash Dome Ariak Ba Emek Ayalon. Um Al Mosh Melan for Remin of Mosham or the other it says Ati Achel Achel say the Gizir Shava from Achilacha, I will begin again. It is in here in connection with Moshe, I will begin to put the dread of you upon the nation. It's written here in the regard of Yoshua, I will begin to make you great. Rabbi Shmuel Abayna Hamani Amar, Shmuel Abayna says, Atio Tetet, it's the reference of put, put, Tetet. It's in here, I will begin to put the dread of you. And it's in there in regards to Yoshua, on the day Hashem put the Amori. This is a Gishmak Amar about to learn. Rabbi Yochanan Amar, Rabbi Yochanan says, Ati Megufe, Dikram. It can be derived from that puzzle itself. Whoever hears of your invitation will tremble and be fearful of you. When did they, the people who heard your invitation, tremble and become fearful of you? At the time that the sun miraculously stayed east for the sake of Moshe. It's a huge deal when the sun just doesn't work for Moshe. So to a city upon which no rain talks. Both of them... Um, the drought and the rain imply a curse. Great. So now the Gemara is going to do this thing where it just quotes other Gemaras that happen to do with um, Rav Yehuda. Great. So, Chaiti Yerushalayim and Yerushalayim. Him Yerushalayim has become like a Nida um, in their midst. It's in Eicha. Um, is it in Eicha? I believe so. I don't remember what... Oh, it's in the first Pasuk. Uh, no, it's in the... 
is in the sorry, 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 it's in the first parak, the seventeenth. Pasuk Parasat Zion Behadei Melchem Lo Tzibah Hashem Yaakov Zivav Tarav Haita Yerushalayim Lenida Beinayim. I'm not. I don't remember that so well, but uh, I think that's what the pasuk goes. Okay, okay. so um, Yerushalayim has become like a nida in there. Right? Somebody who the Marav who just says live Rachel. This is implying like a Rachel. Can Yerushalayim is like a nida? Money to the Yerushalayim had just as a nida is subject to a renewed permissibility to her husband once she's cleansed of her tumma. After Yerushalayim, Yisrael talking about Yerushalayim is subject to an eventual restoration. What, what's 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 Yerushalayim's husband? The Beit Hamikdash and and Bnei Yisrael. Um, it, it's it's mamish like Rabbi <laughs> Huda's trying to say it's not it's not a klola that Yerushalayim is like a nida. It, it's rather it's a bracha. He's trying to see the positive. Um, sorry if my voice is not working today, but so he's trying to see the positive. He's saying that it, it, Hashem could have just made her that he, she's a widow, not a not a nida. A nida can just be cleansed from her tumma and then she can marry again. Yerushalayim has become like a widow. Oh. That's on the first possible. Yeah, just how many of them live? Rachel. Rabbi said this is also like a Rachel. Rabbi is being me- mega optimist over here. Yerushalayim has merely become like a widow, but not truly like a widow. Rather, she's like a woman whose husband has gone overseas. But his intention is to return to him. Yerushalayim is not permanently stranged, uh, permanently not stranded from Kadosh Baruch Hu, but will one day be reunited with him. Will one day be, re- be reunited with the Meitam Yidash. One day we will be reunited with Yerushalayim. It's 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 crazy because people think like okay, Meitam Yidash is done. Yivanim broke down the Meitam Yidash. Not uh, the the that that's sorry. The, we won against the Yivanim. Sorry. Um, uh, whatever the big thing that should be destroyed twice now everyone thinks it's not gonna come back this is telling us right now it's like a widow whose husband's overseas big thing that's overseas we don't know where it is but we we can bring it back if we if we try and therefore I too have made you despise them and if you do the bracha he said it's also like a bracha the little mukman minan lo rejin ahari lo giziri pate because of this the nachrim do not appoint from among us certain uh, custom officials or police officers. And Hashem will smite Israel like the reed that sways the water. It's a bracha. Rufid is saying everything is a bracha. The wounds inflicted by a friend are trustworthy, while the kisses of an enemy are deceitful. Better is the curse with which Achia. The Shiloni cursed Israel and Berachah Shibracham Bilam Rashi. Then the bracha that which Bilham gave to Am Yisrael, Achia Shiloni Klalav Mekanem. Achia the Shiloni cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor of a reed. Am Yisrael, he cursed them with the metaphor uh, over hotel and they cannot budge from its place. Rather, merely sways to and fro with them. And, and as soon as the wind subsides, the reed again stands up right in its place. So do Yishlaim. So so do Bnei who will sway under the blows of its enemies, but will not be destroyed and will revive and flourish again as soon as the storm of oppression passes. This is Mamish. It's a bracha. Why why would uh, why would the Shiloni why why would he Achia the Shiloni curse us with this? That's a Mamish great bracha. I would love to have that bracha. However, the wicked Bilam blessed them with this metaphor of a cedar, a cedar tree. 
as it says, like cedars, just as the cedar tree does not stand in the water place, and its trunk does not grow back once it's cut off, and charged on Reuben, and its roots are not numerous, I feel called the rule of Shabbat Lam and even though all, if all the old ones of the world that blow upon it, they cannot budge from its place. When powerful south wind blows upon it, it uproots it and overturns it. So, the reed married to have pens drop from its rings. The torah to be used to write scrolls of the Torah. We write a a, a safer Torah with reed. Always be soft like a reed, flexible in personal matters. And hard like a cedar tree. My said there's this incident. Shabbat Rabbi Ezra ben Rabbi Shimon, me Migdal Gedor, and Rabbi Ezra ben Rabbi Shimon was coming from Migdal Gedor, me base Rabbo, from his teacher's house, from Hirachal al Khamar. He was riding on a donkey, Matayal al Sfatanar, and traveling along the river, bringing some of the Simcha Gedor, the heights of Dazu, Kasalav, and he rejoiced greatly. He was, he was Mamash Smechim. Um, and was feeling very proud of himself. He was saying Shalom al Torah, because he had learned so much Torah from, from his teacher. Like, after you learn that, a lot of Torah, you feel, Taka, you feel. You feel you feel good about yourself. It's my dick, you know. Now, nid nid nid. He chants his way. A person who is exceedingly ugly. The ugly man said to him, "Shalom aleichem, Rabbi. Peace be upon you, my Rabbi." But Rabbi did not return the greeting upon him. Amar he said, "Reka," and said, "Empty one." How ugly is that man? Shema kol ircha mecharin. Uh, are all the people of your city perhaps as ugly as you? I'm alone. The, the ugly man replied, "In you, I don't know." But go and tell the craftsman who made me how ugly is that vessel? Is the vessel that he made? When Rebbezer realized that he had done a chait by insulting the ugly man, Yarbin Amachamer, he got from the front of him. He bowed down and he said, "Naaniti l'cha." I've spoken out. I've turned to you, Mecholi. Be mochami. I'm alone. The ugly man said, I will not forgive you. Until you go to the crafts and remain me and tell him how ugly is this vessel they made. Rebezer traveled behind him seeking his forgiveness until he reached the city. So, pause. What, what is this story already telling us? This story is much telling us that you can't judge anyone else. It's not your place to judge. You're going to go up to Hashem and say, you made this person wrong. You can't do that. It doesn't matter how ugly someone is. It doesn't matter how mean someone is. There's a reason for everything. A Kashbar has a reason for everything. You can't just go around judging people. You know, it's, it's, a, huge, it's a huge problem nowadays, but it's not okay. You also been a year early, Karas. So when they arrived, the people of the city came out to agree. But as everyone wrote, they said, Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Mori. Rabbi, Rabbi, Mori, Mori. Peace be upon you. Rabbi, Rabbi, Mori, Mori. That's a lot of stuff. I'm going to The man said, Lumiatem Korin, Rabbi. Who are you calling, Rabbi, Rabbi? I'm going to He said, Lazat Shemitai Lacharachov. We're addressing the man who's traveling behind you. I'm going to He said to them, Imza Rabbi, Ayir B'Kamot Yisrael. If this person you're greeting is a Rabbi, may there not be many like him in, in B'nai Yisrael. I'm going to He said, Why? What do you mean? He's a Rabbi. I'm going He said to them, Chach Lachach Asal. He did such and such to me. He related the entire incident. They said to him, Who forgave him that was because a man of great Torah? Amalam, he said, For your sakes, I forgive him. He does not make a habit of doing this. After gaining Mechilas, Rabbi Elazar ben Rishimon immediately entered the base Magish, base Hamidish, Magish, and Darshan. A person should always be soft like a reed and not hard like a cedar, as he had been. To the ugly man, and it was for the reason that the reed merited to have pens drawn from its ranks to be used to write Torah scrolls, safe for tefillin, and mezuzahs. In a city in which there is dever or a collapse buildings, dever we said was if three people die in three days. The collapse for which they said brios 
refers to the collapse of sturdy, not dilapidated buildings. Dilapidated is kind of like messed up. There's a vocabulary chain over use. Lipo of Loharios. Lipo, those not prone to collapse, those not those that are prone to collapse. Hey, Nihu, Rios, Hey, Nihu, Shane on Rios, Lipo. Sturdy buildings are the same as buildings not prone to collapse. Hey, Nihu, Rios, Ruos, Hey, Nihu, Ruios, Lipo. The lapidated buildings are the same as buildings that are prone to collapse. So, why then does the person make two categories? Now, if the second category is necessary to exclude buildings that collapse due to their excessive height, Enami, alternatively, the Kaimana Guda or the second category excludes buildings. Buildings situated, placed along a river. In the case of the dilapidated wall in Hardia, the Khalif would not pass beneath directly alongside of him. Even though the wall had stood in its place in that condition for 13 years, one day, let us go, Mar and the Torah. No, we do not need to do so. Because Rav married his I'm therefore not afraid of the falling on us while he is with us. I would have this wine in a certain dilapidated house for Vala Fanwea, and he wanted to remove it before the house collapsed. So he brought Ravadabarahava there into the house, and he engaged him in an entire discussion until he was able to remove the wine. And Ravada went out, so the house collapsed. And he took offense at having his mare used in this fashion. He said, like, He's a well, I'm just being used as a tool so that my house doesn't fall down. Oh, that's pretty cool. He said, hey, hey, what are you doing right now? Oh, I'm just being used as a tool so my house doesn't fall down. Oh, cool, cool, you too. So, look, he had the Amar Rabiana, and he had that which like Rabiana. I said, Oh, my Amar, Alam Kamsakan, Yomar, Yosin, Linis. Every just never said in a dangerous place and say, A miracle will be performed for me to save me from the danger. Shema, you know, Simonis, because a miracle may not be performed for him in Tinsi, Lomar, Yosinis. And even if you find yourself your way to say that a miracle will be performed for him, it will be deducted from Zichuyos. I have been diminished as a result of all the kindnesses and all the truth. My have the Ravada Barahava, or the deeds of Ravada Barahava, the name is so great. The Amr Ravada Barahava, on account of which uh, practices have you attained long life? Remember, he said, Mimai. In all my days, I never showed anger in my house. Or that I ever walk in front of one greater than I have. Or that I ever think about Torah matters in filthy alleyways. And I never walk four hours without studying Torah wearing that wearing tefillin. Or that I ever sleep in the base of Amidrash. Another regular uh, nightly sleep or a nap. Sasti, betagalas chaveri. Do I ever rejoice in the stumbling of my chaver? Uh, Vlokaras the chaver behind Or do I ever call my fellow by his nickname? That's a crazy thing right now. And some say that he said, nor do I ever call my fellow by his surname. If I had a negative uh, connotation. I'm gonna double the rap from my papa. Would the mar please tell us some of the notable deeds that Rafuna would perform? I'm gonna says him. I do not remember anything from Rav Huna's youth, but I do remember some of the deeds from his old age. 
did the hava. Every cloud would carry him out in the golden sedan chair. And he would inspect the entire city. And while he found to be glad that he would have demolished, that the approaching storm should not topple the wall. So one after Lamar And if it's possible, if the owner to bear the expense of rebuilding, he would leave it for him to rebuild. If it's not possible, he would rebuild the wall from his own funds. That's kishmak. That's a good fact. Every Friday afternoon, Ravuna would send an agent to the market, and any vegetables that remained in the hands of the growers when the market was about to close, he would buy them and throw them in the river, rather than throw them away, let them give the vegetables to the poor. Because there would be times when they would relay rely on Rufuna's gifts and not come to market to buy for the first Shabbos. Usadayim Rilevhema, let him throw the animals as feed rather than in the river, because they're not allowed to make machin Rilevhema. Rufuna hold that food fit for human consumption should not be food fed to animals. Lulazine chlal, let him not buy them at all. Nimsay's bakshin allowed to the boat, you cause them, the growers are refraining in the future, you have a lay meal to them, that's to them. And in medicine that was not able to be available to the public, he would fill a water jug with it. It would be safer to be there hanging from the door frame of his house. And declare whoever needs, let him come and take me. He could learn there's something about the Shifta. Shifta, Hava, come here. He knew the ways of the demon. Shifta would tag people who ate with unwashed hands. Oh, that's Kishmak. He would therefore place a jug of water in his bedroom. And declare whoever needs water to wash his hands before eating should come and do so and do not put his life in danger. When he would sit down to eat bread, he would open his door and command to trek later. Um, and say whoever is in need of food, let him come and eat. It's in halach ma'onia. Amar Avad said, "Kulu min matzina umekaimana." All of these I too could keep. Except this last one, below matzina lemaver, which I cannot do. Mishum dirfisha bnei chela demchuz because the troops of poor people and demchuz are too numerous and they consume everything I have. Everyone <laughs> is saying he doesn't have enough. He doesn't. Um, he doesn't have enough supply for everyone. Uh, Rabbi Rabbi said he doesn't have enough, he doesn't have enough for the supply for the whole city. Um, there's a Gishmak story that we're going to learn tomorrow. I'm very excited. It's Mamish, if you know me, it is my favorite story in probably the whole wide world. Um, in all stories ever. Um, Mr. Shem, there'll be a Zoom tomorrow. So, you have an incredible, incredible rest of your day. And, um, I hope to see you tomorrow. Gishmak.